Hey, Jason here. Today's video, I want to talk about five skills that will help you earn money now, today, during this pan uh, coronavirus pandemic that we're dealing with. No matter how long it lasts, it will help you earn money for the rest of your life if you learn them. No matter what happens with AI and robotics and automation, and those are going to take away a lot of jobs, if you have these five skills, you will be able to work and make a lot of money. And provide for your family, no matter what AI and automation and robotics do. Before I get to that, though, I let you know you can get this video as a podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud Anchor, um, Spotify, and more. You can get your value investing and education anywhere in the world for free on the I Love Value Investing podcast anywhere in the world for free. Okay, so before I kind of get into these skills... I want to tell you why they're important by illustrating them by telling you my story a little bit of my story before we get to the actual skills so when i first started learning value investing i had no skills whatsoever i literally because of my severe dizziness issues at that time were so bad that i literally could only read or learn for 30 minutes a day or i would feel like i'm gonna throw up uh sometimes would throw up would feel like I'm going to fall down, would be so dizzy, I literally would be worried if I was going to fall if I walked. So I would have to go lay on the bed for the rest of the day out of that 30, after that 30 minute time period. So at the age of, that was 21, 22-ish when I started learning about value investing, no skills whatsoever. No life skills, no job skills, no no skills of any kind, really. Um, no real-world economic skills, at least, at the very least. But you can learn them. And you need to learn valuable skills. Not just skills that you want to learn because you think they're interesting. Skills you, that you... Skills that you can use to make money. So you can provide for yourself, provide for your family down the road if you don't have a family yet. Uh, you can provide for your charities. You can take trips. You can travel. You can do whatever you want. If you have marketable skills that are valuable in a real-world sense, economic sense, you can make money today in one of the worst economies, frankly, in world history and definitely in U.S. history with mass unemployment automation, uh, robots, AI coming to take more jobs in the next 10 to 20 years. If you have these skills, you will not be replaced and you'll make more money. That's why I'm telling you this today, because like I said in the intro, these will not only help you now, if you have them or you develop them. And again, I didn't know, I didn't have any of these skills when I first started. None. Not even close. I, um, if you go back and look at some of my old blog posts, you can tell by the writing. And writing is one of these skills I'm going to tell you about. How awful and how, frankly, I knew nothing about writing and how awful it was. <laughs> I had none of these skills. They can be developed. I'm nothing special. I say this all the time to my students, to anybody who asks. I'm nothing special. If I can do this, you guys can too. So... Along with value investing, which I talked about last Friday, using the skill of value investing, um, which includes things like business analysis, valuation, reading financial statements, stuff like that. These five, that's very specific to finance. 
these are more general that will help you pretty much the rest of your life. Again, no matter what. So let's get into this. And I said five at the beginning. It's actually six. So I apologize for that. So let's get to the list. Again, number one, the one that has helped me the most is writing. Even when I didn't know how to write well, and I didn't even know that there was a way to write well, there was a specific way, specific process to writing well. Writing on the Value Investing Journey blog, even though it was in huge block um, paragraphs, hugely complex, somebody saw my stuff and they liked my analysis, my investment skills enough that they hired me and they trained me to be, to write like a professional, to write like a, a, frankly, a normal person should write, not these huge blog texts um, with no spaces, not these huge paragraphs with super confusing wording and oh i actually will tell you an example so when the i got hired or the people who saw me i've been writing my blog for a little while and i was writing investment analysis articles specifically one one of them he saw he saw i think it was on seeking seeking alpha i used to post my those investment articles on other financial sites along with the investing attorney he saw the article on there then he went to my book how to value invest again i didn't know how to write when i wrote that <laughs> so literally as i was writing the second edition of how to value invest which is in editing if you're curious it's being edited right now let me know in the comments below if you're excited about that because i get asked about that all the time sorry to kind of go on a tangent there but literally in writing there's this thing called the fk score which tells you tells you how difficult something is to read Typically, the easier something is to read, not only is it better, but it's easier to understand and more people will read it because it's easier to understand and more people retain the information. So overall, it's just better. If it's written for easier easier wording, more space, more paragraphs, um, not complex words, not complex phrasing, stuff like that. I went back after I learned this and I learned how to write well. And just reading the first edition of How You Value Best literally drives me insane now because of how poorly it was written, how hard it is to read, how hard it is to understand stuff. The FK score on how to value us second edition was like 14 or 15, if, if memory serves me right. That means you have to essentially have a master's, master's degree, um, bachelor's, bachelor, master's degree level, reading level, to understand most of what's in the book. As a professional writer, you're supposed to shoot for an eighth grade reading level or lower. Again, the lower, the better, typically. The second edition of How to Value Invest, again, it's still going through editing, has something like an eight or a nine. So just by doing that, making things easier to understand and again, understanding how to write well now, hopefully more people will be able to understand the second edition of How to Value Invest better more people will like it and then we can help more people stuff like that but to get back to so he read the initial blog, blog post uh, again i think that's seeking alpha investment article read my book again i didn't even know how to write well then not at all 
but just the fact of writing and putting your stuff online, if it's good, somebody will eventually spot it. And you can get paid like that. I got paid really well for the time I was with that company. Writing is, I've been paid more for my writing skills, writing abilities than anything over the, since I've actually been <laughs> trained to become a good writer. Um, and this includes not just uh, financial writing, just writing well in general, and also the skill of copywriting I learned while I was there. And I've continued learning these skills over the years since I left the investment news newsletter, I think four years ago now. Writing to me is the number one skill. Again, I'm biased because I've earned more money from this skill than, than any of these other skills that I'm going to talk about, except for maybe one. Um, but writing, if you can get your ideas across well, easily to understand, and powerfully, you will help more people and you will make more money. You will either help more people with your business and your products, or you will help the company you work for, and you'll be paid more to do whatever you're doing. You'll be promoted if you can get your ideas across in writing. Well, and again, right? Copywriting is the act of getting people to writing or getting people to take an action through writing. That's essentially what it is. So you can write sales letters with this. You can write uh, investment analysis articles with this. You can write um, travel Writing is a huge, or it was a huge thing before the coronavirus crisis, I guess. Um, you can write a proposal for your company. If you write a proposal that's easy to understand and powerfully written and well-written, and you compare it to somebody else who doesn't know how to write well, you are pretty much guaranteed to get your either job, promotion, your proposal through compared to another person who doesn't know how to write well. Extremely powerful skill. Again, like I talked about earlier, this will not, robots cannot do this. AI cannot do this. Automation can't write well. They can write. If you've seen some of the goofy, um, uh, I think they're GIFs online about somebody feeding the um, well, a supercomputer a bunch of text and it told and that to learn, to learn. And then it wrote a, a short story and it was, Awful. I mean, it was hilariously awful. Um, so robots cannot take this skill. AI cannot take this skill. And you can earn a lot of money. Plus, copywriters specifically, and people who write well, they're pretty rare. I'm not, I'm not putting myself in that category of somebody who writes super well, but in the financial space, I write very well. Sorry, not sure why this is focusing. In the financial space, there aren't many good writers, uh, frankly. And I've been in the space again four or five years now there's not a lot of ton, a ton of good writers so if there's not as much competition either so you can get paid well and you have more opportunities to get paid this again i can't emphasize this enough learn the skill of writing and writing well if you want to know some specific um resources let me know i'm not a writing teacher I could tell you, like, if I, I could copy edit something and for you and show you how to improve it, but I don't think I could teach it well enough, which is why I don't have a writing course. Um, 
But if you want some resources that I can kind of point you to, let me know in the comments below and I will shoot them to your email or um, in the comment section or whatever. So writing, number one, it's number one for a reason. Um, at least again, for me personally, bias, I've earned more money from this. Um, frankly, help more people with this. Another stat that is frankly insane. <laughs> um, I didn't know this until I did some research around January of 2020 because of my writing. And this, this includes writing, blogging, all this, um, um, investment newsletters, answers on Quora, stuff like that. Again, I don't know why that's doing that all of a sudden. Sorry about that. My content that I can measure has been read by more than 500,000 people worldwide. That is the power of writing. Again, I didn't have this skill. I don't, I've, I hate, I hated writing in, in high school. I almost failed my senior year of high school because I almost got a failing grade on a research project. I think I got a D plus on it and I was just pretty much a straight A and B student. My, one of my teachers said, you were so bad at writing or this, this report is so bad. I hope you never want to become a writer. That's how bad it was. And it was, that was the truth. <laughs> so this is a skill you can learn um, and you can use it to reach more people. And that's, again, that's just what I can measure personally. That doesn't account for the various newsletters I've written for over the years. I don't know even what my, what the reach is from that. I don't see those stats. So you can reach a lot of people really fast with writing. Um, number two, researching. Re this goes with writing quite a bit, frankly. Um, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this, but if you write well, and typically, again, if you're in the financial space, this depends on what kind of space you're in. But if you're in the finance space, you need to source literally everything you research. So it can be proved out. Um, again, I was an okay researcher because I had to be to pretty much teach myself how to become a value investor, but that took years for me to figure out. So to be a good writer, again, this may be specific to the financial space. I'm not sure about other spaces. Again, if you're a fiction writer, this probably doesn't have much bearing at all, unless you're researching something kind of sort of based on real life. You have to be able to research well. Again, you have to be able to prove your stuff out. For example, stuff I write, you have to be able to prove it out, or you can literally get sued, depending on what kind of structure the newsletter or finance article you're writing, if you don't, if you literally just lie about stuff, not only can it lead people to poor investment decisions, but you can literally get sued for it. So researching, ultra powerful skill as well. Next one, speaking. This goes back to some of what I talked about in the writing section. When I first started doing videos on here, go back and watch the YouTube channels. They're on, uh, they're on there. <laughs> Painful to watch. I would say, um, literally every two or three or four words. And it, I went back and watched one of my old videos the other day and it drove me insane. <laughs> Just like the writing, the speaking, I purposely, I've taken speaking courses. Um, I've gotten speaking engagements. 
I was supposed to, in April, go to a speaking engagement in the Philippines to go speak at a marketing event uh, in front of 200 executives. And that got canceled, obviously, because of the coronavirus. Hopefully, they all might be back at some point. But speaking, very valuable skill. And this goes with writing as well. So this is very similar to writing. If you can speak well and write well, you'll probably have a better chance to do both well. If you can do one well, you can probably do both well. Again, and this is a learned skill. Go back and watch some of the early YouTube videos from Value Investing Journey here on this page. Awful. <laughs> um, 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 every, again, two or three or four words. I think speaking is powerful now. I think it's going to become even more powerful. For example, Joe Rogan, comedian, UFC uh, analyst, commentator, uh, Podcaster. He has probably the number one podcast in the world. Podcasting, again, if you listen to our podcast, if you not listen to our podcast, it's just listening to people talk. Either they're telling you something and, te- and trying to teach you something or help you with something, doing something funny, or they're interviewing people, typically. He just signed a $100 million contract with Spotify. $100 million for his podcast rights because his podcast is so popular. How popular, you're asking? His typical videos, and again, I'm, I'm, I subscribe to his YouTube channel. I've watched quite a few of his podcast episodes. He's fantastic. And typically his his videos get between 500,000 and 200, 2.5 million views. And again, they are really good. You learn a lot of stuff on that podcast. $100 million contract for essentially talking and interviewing other people. If that doesn't show you the power of speaking, frankly, I don't know what will. There's even more. So podcasting, becoming popular. What else is in your house? Alexa, possibly. You can listen to podcasts on Alexa. You can listen to voice content on Alexa. If you can speak well and help people or entertain people, you can make money from this skill. Voice, I think, to me, voice, writing and speaking are already up there. I think voice in the next 10 years is going to become massive. That's why you see pretty much all of our video content turned into podcasting content. Frankly, we get more listens and views on our podcast than we do on these YouTube videos, according to analytics at least. If the analytics are correct, we get, and it's not even close, we get far more listens on podcasts than we do views on YouTube videos. And I think podcasting and voice content and again, speaking is be- going to become even more powerful over the next 10 years, specifically. 